Hello and welcome to LOP Radio Aftershock for Dominion 2020 for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Everything, everything, everything is evil. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hopefully the YouTube delay wasn't so bad that you saw me just staring. Just like that. Just doing nothing for a little minute. So hopefully it wasn't that bad. On my preview, I've clicked go live and I was bloody staring at myself for ages. So that was bloody great. Uh, anyway... So today, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's a lovely Sunday morning. The sun is out. I've got to turn my light on because my house is still relatively dark. Thanks to the scaffolding right outside my window. Yeah, lovely day. Anyway, New Japan Pro Wrestling. What have we just witnessed? Right, trying to wrap my head around that. Uh, the way I format these shows is I'll talk about the main event first, get everything that happened at the end out of the way before I kind of go through the rest of it. Well, that was a lot to unpack. <laughs> That's just happened in the main event. So, first off, got a new double champion. The second off, we've got Dick Togo, <laughs> now an absolutely legendary wrestler, or I guess veteran wrestler, and the fact he's in New Japan, just like, wait, what? <laughs> That's massive. And I've heard, oh, well, uh, Chris Charlton was saying he got ties to Gado and Jado. I was like, I don't know him for that, I know for other stuff, but the fact that he's now with Evil, that's, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's an amazing pairing. <laughs> evil, for evil, evil, with Dick Togo, that's an amazing pairing. So secondly, Naito down. Yeah, we've set up Hiromu Evil, like the fallout of the other LIJ members, kind of the emotional impact of that. It went off air with Hiromu screaming. <laughs> so just a pure emotional agony. That that was a sight. And uh, uh, Stephanie Chase on uh, Twitter has got an amazing collection of photos of Hiromu screaming. <laughs> yes, in the chat. Shock for Dick Togo. <laughs> that really, that just so caught me off guard. Like when Bushi came out, obviously I'm like, Bushi's looking a bit buff <laughs> with his big, with ma absolutely massive muscles. And I was, I'll be honest, I was thinking it's probably someone like Gado or somebody from the Bullet Club that I'm just forgetting about. That's what I was thinking. I wasn't expecting Dick Togo, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Oh, that's... Uh, like I was like sometimes in New Japan, I'm uh, a bit like oh I didn't like I don't always get the the kind of reaction that they're looking for because maybe I've not heard of the person, but Dick Togo, <laughs> that's a massive one. <laughs> so that is oh that is yeah that caught me off guard that did, uh, but yeah so seeing seeing that pairing is just fantastic. But as soon as the the guy came out in the booty mask and started choking him, uh, you. Just heard the, from the crowd. <laughs> this is like, well, it's clearly not Bushi. So who is it? <laughs> and they waited till after the match for the reveal. In the end, it was done really, really well. Because, of course, during the match, you're like, what's going to happen? And just seeing it, seeing that happen. <laughs> we, was choked, we choked out Naito at the end before Evil stomped him on the dick. <laughs> and then, uh, I said Naito, I meant Evil stomped Naito on the dick. And then Evil goes for the everything is evil STO for the win, just like he did against Okada. But this time, not only was it somebody choking out Naito, it was Dick Flippin' Togo. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, if you don't know who he is, just search him up. Watch, watch a lot of his matches. You'll understand why he's so highly regarded. And the fact that he's now <laughs> paired with Evil, it's, uh, a, for me, a genius move. Like, I'm as hyped for that pairing as I am of, like... It's weird. I feel like I should be talking about the fact that Evil has... Knocked off Naito. We've got a new double champion, and like that's a massive moment, especially after Naito's rise, rise was over such a long period of time, and now we've immediately got evil. It's like that has <laughs> that's like just it's just caught me up there. Yeah, that caught me off guard. But I'm more excited for the evil Togo pairing. Like serious, that that's it's such a great pairing that I'm, I'm seriously surprised by it, and I can't wait. I'm energized. <laughs> I'm full of energy for that, uh, but. I guess I could go on about this for ages, as I'm, as it's gonna it's gonna we've got a long enough card as it is for stuff to go through. So I will actually go through the match now, but I just want to get that across. Uh, the Dick Togo pairing with Evil, just all the thumbs up for that. It's just an, an amazing decision, and I can't wait to see it play out. The interview backstage as well, just uh, seeing the dynamic of the two and kind of hearing Evil Evil for the first time, like properly as double champion with all the cockiness and the ego attached to it as well. Uh, uh, Togo also um, he kind of elaborated on some of Evil's words as well. So that was great to see. Uh, so the match itself will start with the main event. And uh, if anyone wants to send in any comments or things, I'll 
just get through this and then blast through those. So the main event for the IWGP and Intercontinental Championships, or IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, Tetsuya Naito versus New Japan Cup winner Evil. Uh, the new Bullet Club lads controlled the early going, really establishing this new persona as he's turned his back on everything that previously made him. Even Milano, just my Twitter feed when he... Irish whipped Milano into the barricade. It was just Milano, <laughs> no, <laughs> just the entire time, uh, like, like five minutes straight, was just people catching up and getting to that moment. I was the same. <laughs> it was just Milano, like five or six O's, just like no evil. There's no coming back from this. As he sent his heartbroken number one fan flying into the barricade, <laughs> like how dare you? Uh, but. He controlled the match, and then when that happened, it's just like immediately everyone on Twitter's like, no. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> you are officially a bad guy now. Uh, Naito was on the receiving end of a lot of the offence. For like 10 minutes straight, it was all evil. Uh, wearing down the champion and taunting the crowd with his evilness. <laughs> like The Tranquilo one took a lot of it. Like Never never really overexerting himself in that early part. And finally growing more and more into the match as time went on. Like In spite of everything... Managing to show why he's champion, and for the most part, wrestling smartly, conserving that energy for the latter half, in a way. Uh, whilst, if anything, evil might have been too evil. Like, allow... Uh, late, later in the match, Naito was able to get back into the match. And that you'll see why later. Uh, the setting up a table at ringside and attempting to put his former stable leader through it. Uh, Naito himself caught on and moved the thing. Uh, but the curse... If you listen to any of my former shows or watch any of the former videos, the curse of if you set it up, you go through. Uh, evil counted on the apron and, ah, Naito <laughs> crashing knee first through the table and like a gash on his back as he just managed to hop back into the ring and Evil just gesturing at the referees like, count faster, you prick. <laughs> it's just, oh, uh, yeah. I... That table spot, <laughs> that got for some reason I was like, oh maybe he'll lift him and he'll do like a back bump, or maybe Evil will go kind of through him and cushion the blow a bit. Nah, this is New Japan. Stop thinking like America. <laughs> Stop thinking like America, imp. New Japan. No, he's going knee first with no protection. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> just, uh, and there goes the monetization because I've just sworn. I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's New Japan. Um, again, I cover Raw and NXT and. Uh, now and then Smackdown in column form for Lords of Pain and uh, and yet I like New, I've always said New Japan is my number one thing so when I'm covering New Japan I'm a total fanboy like New Japan are my number one promotion <laughs> you're not going to get much moaning or critique from me because it's I just enjoy it it's totally my thing so yeah beware for a positive podcast <laughs> like, especially if you're used to me covering number one eight more <laughs> like yeah this is going to be Full on of like positivity throughout, but yeah, just through that table, just like oh damn, <laughs> that looked painful. Uh, and Evil then zoned in on the weak point, like talking and stomping on the knee uh, before going in for the kill with his big moves. With the tactic of whenever Naito would try to counter, he could just kick him in the knee. Uh, the running lariat darkness falls, and neither were enough. Like Evil then goes for the STO. But Naito's not enough out of it. Uh, the knee kick didn't even discourage him enough. Uh, the champion continuing to fight out. Finally able to wriggle out and hit a reverse destino of sorts. Flipping over forwards for a faceplant. That's got a name for it. The commentator shouted it but I was busy typing so I missed it. Uh, the way of the Tranquilo then came into play in the second half of the match. Like As soon as he counted out of uh, Evil's big moves. You're ready. Second half of the match. Here we go. And, like, Naito was awake. Uh, the way of the Tranquilo would come into play. Uh, hitting signature move after signature move of Naito's, from the spinning DDT to Gloria to the running Destino. He hit them all. Evil survived them all. To be fair, all the big opponents will have to get through those moves to defeat Naito. So it's like a kind of proving moment of sorts. It's like, if you can't get through this list of moves from Naito, then you don't deserve to be champion. And Evil got through all of them, kicking out one after the other. The only thing left is to properly wind up and hit the Destino. Because that's the thing with Naito. If he hits any variant of the Destino, especially against a big opponent in a main event match, he's not going to win. 
But if he winds up properly and he spins around with all of the torque, more likely than not, if his name's not Okada, <laughs> he's going to be pinned. And Evil was able to fight off that final Destino blow, never really able to wind up and hit it, only able to hit variants. But the Bullet Club horn was sounded. <laughs> You're waiting for it in a Bullet Club match. That moment when something happens to the referee and just... <laughs> the referee's taken out and suddenly, like, yes, the Bullet Club lads, they're coming. We've just got to wait for them. And uh, Evil reversing a whip, sending Naito flying into Red Shoes, who for some reason was positioned right up against the exposed turnbuckle. Damn it, Umino! <laughs> Uh, Taiji Ishimori and Jado were the two to answer the Bullet Club call, but only hit one thing before Hiramu saves the day. He goddamn launched <laughs> Ishimori in, with a German into the corner. That was awesome. Before brawling them out into the crowd and away from the arena. One on one. And now Evil's got a chair, and this time Umino is not there to stop him. He's earlier in the match, after the table spot, it's actually quite an important bit of blown over, after the table spot, uh, Evil went to Concerto Naito and put one chair over his knee whilst he was down, still in the rubble of the table. Evil got a steel chair, was about to bash him before Red Shoes grabs a piece of the table and is like, no, and it kind of protects himself and Naito. Uh, and that got a, like, a loud cheer and applause from the crowd. Uh, another key point, because if you watch this match and you're not aware, if you watch this show really and you weren't aware, the crowd is allowed to clap, but they're discouraged from cheering, like for now in this current climate and uh, between every person there's at least one chair like, sometimes you have bigger gaps but like for for this event you can clap that's why you got a lot of clapping oftentimes uh, like Ibushi played it wisely in that tag match like getting them to like properly clap with him in terms of that instead of cheering no, I, like yesterday I was like tell try telling that to Kojima just before he's about to slap the crap out of somebody's chest <laughs> try and get him not to shout <laughs> Um, but anyway, so Evil is now, the referee's down to revert backwards. The referee was down and Evil's got his chairs and this time there was no one to stop him for, to do that concerto. One on one and uh, Evil goes full on with the chair right over the head of Naito who goes down and Evil revels in it. it just, with, with his former leader down, there was nothing really he could do anymore. But maybe he reveled in it a bit too much, like rather than going in for the kill, uh, giving enough time for Naito to re-energise. Like, uh, against the likes of like, Tanahashi, Ibushi, Naito, Okada, you cannot do that. And Naito got back into the match, fighting back, spinning off the turnbuckle with a Destino. Like, Evil just kicks out of three. That was a really close near fall. And a deathly Gloria bomb with Naito then pumping up the crowd <laughs> just to give him all of that energy. He's re-energised, but he needs that a little bit more just to wind up, hit the Destino. But Evil was still enough in him, just elbowing his way out of Destinos and not letting Naito hit that kill move. But Evil's tricks are st still strong as Naito is trying to wind up to hit the Destino. Evil was able to grab the referee's shirt and then kick Naito in the dick with a reverse kick. And they both kind of recover. Like, evil from Naito's offence, and now Naito's recovering from the dick stop. When a very buff man in a bushy mask comes out, <laughs> which I've already talked about. He's got that wire, and he chokes Naito with it on the ropes. Uh, and referee is, of course, still down with all this. Evil stomps Naito in the dick, just like he did Okada. Picks him up. Everything is evil STO. One, two, three. And we've got a new double champion. The king of darkness is the king of New Japan. Evil is your new double IWGP champion. And afterwards, he reveals his masked friend. It's Dick Flippin' Togo. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and the legendary wrestler is now by Evil's side. An amazing pairing, as I've already said. And weirdly for me... Like, I'm more ecstatic about seeing that pairing than I am about, oh my god, a new champion. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's, it's an interesting kind of difference where I'm generally interested in like the characters now and the dynamic between them as much as I am of completely new dynamic shift in terms of who's at the top. Like, I've been saying for years that I've been predicting the Evil and Sanada rivalry kind of growing and growing and eventually Evil 
because he calls himself the king of darkness and i was like who calls himself the king of something when in reality they're not consumed or controlled by it like someone who calls himself the king of gold and with evil i've always wanted to see that arc (laughs) like the man who calls himself the king of darkness but ends up becoming consumed by it it's like oh yes i'd love to see that arc maybe we're seeing that now a full turn to the dark side and slowly they can then build up Sanada, and you've got that LIJ future. But for now, because interestingly, there was no actual Bushi. We got Buff Bushi. <laughs> there was Buff Bushi, and there was uh, yeah, then there was Hiramu, but there was no Sanada. There was no actual Bushi, and Shingo had his war with Show, so I'll forgive that. Like he's at, he's in the back, dead, having just survived Show. I can forgive that. But yeah, no Sanada and no Bushi. So that's kind of interesting and kind of questionable. Maybe maybe they'll elaborate on that kind of later. New Japan will su- like they like to subtly elaborate on things. Like they'll show their it's in the struggle, kind of in the ring or maybe in a backstage interview a little bit. They don't just they don't have them come out, cut a promo, and explain all of their feelings so you can clearly follow it. That's not how it's done. So we'll see that play out over time. But personally, Evil versus Sonata would be my dream kind of end point and it's LIJ taking over the main event over in the long time or becoming main event guys and let Naito recover for a bit <laughs> like he's been resting at such a high level at such a battered rate like the if anything the coronavirus has given him some time to recover because <laughs> like word was he clearly needed it and uh, so now maybe he can kind of go at a decent level but still after the match we got the Dick Togo reveal and Hiramu once again makes the saves as Togo and Evil was stomping on Naito. And he goes off on Evil afterwards, laying down the challenge, just like, every, so apparently saying everything he believed in has just been torn away. And uh, he's got, like, Evil's the one who's going to pay in the end. Uh, Evil walks away up the ramp as we cut to Hiramu in the ring, absolutely screaming, and uh, just on his knees, just broken uh, in the pure anger. And Evil's actions tonight, like have he? Evil's actions tonight have snapped the man. Like Hiramu is gone. <laughs> he is in a crazed state. And in terms of like elevation, like seeing Hiramu so clearly affected by this, and that will change him for the future as well. It's like, oh, I love it. It's, it's personally because it's a type of thing that makes you fond for the former Eli J Matt days, and that makes you hate Evil more. It's like, oh yes, just everything about this, I absolutely loved. I've not even talked about Evil's presentation. Because, <laughs> like, of course, he's had a whole shift and I brought Dick Togo and that pairing and the other Bullet Club members, but Evil himself, like, the... I refer to him as Evil Evil just because it's, yeah, like, the heel version. And I love, like, Twitter's reaction yesterday. So like, it turns out the guy called Evil was a bad guy. How did none of us see us coming? <laughs> it was like, oh, I just thought he was like a, a gothy quirk. <laughs> like, no, he was a bad guy, it turns out. Um, but his new presentation, he got a new theme, which I thought was badass. Just uh, just the, the evil theme, yeah, I thought was fantastic. Especially when it's... And it's... the With the evil droopy hair as well, the new like master of the universe, someone called it, kind of uh, get up as well for the entrance gear. With the new like evil piano, evil guitar riffs, and with the Bullet Club logo donned in the purple lights. Yes, everything about that was fantastic. I loved it. <laughs> All the thumbs up in the world for Evil's presentation, which absolutely, absolutely nailed the the turn in a way. I I really really rated that. <laughs> so yeah, so I give a second for the chat to filter through, just because it's uh, I'm on a little bit of a delay. But oh, actually, there's enough I can go back. Right, so, uh, Massive Bushi. <laughs> yeah, do, do I call him Massive Bushi or Bush Buff Bushi? <laughs> I'll decide on that. Uh, I think that Hiramu has come IW, IWGP heavyweight chance. That I think so as well. Like, especially as he proved himself in the New Japan Cup. Like, he doesn't have to win, and you can easily use him as the guy that evil batters just to kind of elaborate on evil a bit more. And, oh, that's a, that's a song title. <laughs> but to... Um, kind of just elaborate on that. It makes all the sense in the world. Milano's heart was broken. Yes, if you saw yesterday, after when the show had ended, if you hadn't tuned out, the um, what uh, Milano was on commentary and like just before they went off air, he went broken to pure tears. Uh, shout out to uh, Keeping It Strong Styles uh, host uh, Jeremy Donovan for sending me the picture of that. <laughs> just pure broken down. 
just gone. <laughs> He's purely broken down. Uh, but yeah, so that so but the, that Irish whip completely broke him. Uh, new movie, oh the Esperanza. Uh, that's an awesome name for it. Oh, I like shouting that Esperanza. You can picture him doing it <laughs> as you say. That's a perfect name for it. And uh, I have a feeling that we might see Hiromu Takahashi will be the next double champion with a proper evil heel now becomes the main champion. That's yeah. Yes, I think I've already said yes. I uh, somebody else have read that out. I do agree with that. I think it'd be kind of uh, interesting to see that. And so, yeah, yeah, generally interesting. So yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, first time view from Malaysia. Say hello, <laughs> hail Faiz. <laughs> that's oh, all the way from Malaysia. That's uh, I find it crazy whenever anybody's uh, in from so uh, from far away place tuning into me talking about wrestling. Currently to a window, <laughs> with <this. laughs> I've always found that crazy, uh, but yeah. So, so, so yes, hello. Uh, wonder how uh, Milano will react today. Could be in deep sadness. He bloody could. <laughs> he bloody well could. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, that's a chat for that. I feel like I should go in reverse order for the three big matches. From the so I will do the tag match next, and then get to the never open weight match, and then. After that, I'll uh, kind of go through the tags quickly. A bit of a disclaimer, I slept through my alarm. So I, I do value the tags. I'm not somebody who is like, oh, God, the tag feed matches off for nothing. Because they do. They kind of like build character and establish things. And I mostly enjoy them. I'm a massive Toyo Yano fan. <laughs> I love that guy. So I will always tune into those tags. But I slept through my alarm. It was an early start for us Brits. <laughs> and I completely messed it up. Uh, so I've missed a lot of the tags. But I can talk about these matches anyway. So, the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Uh, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the most handsome men in New Japan Pro Wrestling, defending against dangerous techers, uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, I love how techers has <laughs> become a term in New Japan. As I, I, I don't know how aware like, people outside of the UK are of the term techers. It's like, like unbelievable skill. <laughs> oh, it's... Come from football. But anyway, so, that's it. yeah, I'll go through my notes. I was going to elaborate a bit more, and I thought, really, actually go through the match, paints enough of it, because it was a long match, clocking in at around half an hour, like, I wasn't expecting that, and they they kind of, they, the way they used that was to convince you that Ibushi and Tanahashi had a game plan. They were going in with something, and actually, you know what? Just to elaborate a little bit more, just to help with the viewers, if I can bloody find the thing, I'll change it to... Uh, there we go. Let's put, it, let's put the picture on, just so visual-wise I can like edit in kind of the different blocks. That would be quite useful to do. So let's... As I noticed, there's a piece of my hair sticking out. Oh, it's weird. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Oh, super fluffy today. Anyway, <laughs> tangents. Let's not go on tangents. So, the champions uh, didn't give our cheeky Suzuki gun lads the chance to brawl to ringside as normal. Uh, as I said, going in with a plan. They established the fact that, oh, well, it really feels like Ibushi and Tanahashi are going to win just because they've gone after Dangerous Techers before they can do anything, before they can get on get on them too much. They've they've played them at their own game, attacking them before the bell. They're controlling the early match, and they, they're just... When they're, one of them tagged in, it was just a pure injection of energy. So it's like, well, how are Tai Chi and Zack Jr. going to get over this? But when you've got half an hour, you can then establish both guys and then kind of interchange the flow of either of them. I thought it was fanta fantastically paced, really. And uh, But they didn't give Suzuki Gun lads a chance to brawl, as they normally do. Uh, the trait has been caught up on. Uh, instead, Tano and Ibushi controlled the flow from the get-go, seemingly out there with synergy and a plan. A really, again, really good way to just convince you that the faces are going to win. Zack Sabre Jr. was having to fight back into the match with his wrestling rather than dirty tricks. <laughs> Again, not the Suzuki Gun way to do something like that. I mean, there were dirty tricks happening in the background whilst he did it, <laughs> and dirty tricks immediately after, but I swear he used pure wrestling ability by catching an Ibushi kick and twisting into a hold. Like, I swear it happened. <laughs> it wasn't, it, he had to actually do good wrestling <laughs> to swing it over. Um, Ibushi and Tana had their own amazing ability to just inject a whole lot of energy and momentum by simply tagging in, as I just said, uh, running Riot like a house on fire as soon as they tagged in. Like In those first 15 minutes, 
whenever one of them managed to escape uh, ta- uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., they just get the tag, and whoever jumped in just ran riot, taking both lads down. It was like a complete swing of momentum, at which I generally it kept the match alive whenever that happened. And it required the Suzuki gun dirty tricks from Tai Chi and Sa- Zack Sabre Jr. together to get control back. So they're forcing them to work as a team, get that little bit more, and I just froze for a second and think I'm fine. Yeah, but like it was, it was a, it was an awesome kind of a back and forth pattern. Uh, grounding they grounded Tanahashi after purely gaining control for a lengthy amount of time, draining his energy uh, before the next tag and pace of injection, just grounding him down. Uh, there was an awesome shot with Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi when they both had Ibushi and Tanahashi in submissions and they were kind of being taken out of that. I thought that looked amazing. Uh, do say if there's any issues. I'm seeing myself freeze. That could just be my playback. Hopefully not. I'll just check my CPU's fine before going properly on. Where's my percentages? I'm fine. I'm only at fifth, like, I'm hardly anything. <laughs> it should be fine. Anyway, so that was... Awesome, yeah, yeah, the awesome shot of just both of them locking in submissions, uh, with the faces breaking free, then taking them both down. It was the kind of like lift them up and slam them down kind of thing, and uh, whatever you call that, up down slam. <laughs> They've got a better name for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's how they got them both down onto the mat, and they. It was, yeah, I'm still thinking about that awesome shot. Uh, somebody, I think Lariato, oh, I think he posted it. Somebody did on my timeline. It, yeah, it looked awesome. Uh, but after that, so I bloody find my place again. Uh, with the faces, they then broke free, hit those two tag moves. As I find my bloody, yeah, hit those two tag moves. Then they were both down, and the Golden Star ran riot until both Suzuki lads were on him. I think he like um, he was going to punt kick, I think Tai Chi or hit the knee, and then Zack Sabre Jr. jumped onto his back and started choking him. So again, oh, just having to use the dirty tricks, working together to get over just one of them. Which, again, we're at that point where the momentum started to swing a bit more wildly. And still, it's taking two to take down one. Which is... <laughs> is a, a, yeah, I really like that dynamic. But, after that, I'm going to scroll down because I keep losing my bloody place. <laughs> uh, so, Ibushi survives and... Oh, damn. Off comes Taiti's pants. <laughs> it's about to go down. Uh, but he gets immediately high kicked. <laughs> Immediate high kick from Ibushi. And a tag to Tanner. Pace injection. So as soon as Ibushi tries to just survive the two of them, and he does, uh, Taichi goes serious, and then nope, let's put some energy into this match. Um, not even continuous slaps from Zack Sabre Jr. could keep Tanahashi down. Like, just go ace, and he, he's able to hit the high-fly flow to a standing Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, as soon as he gets up, though, high kick from Taichi, who kind of like a ah, celebration, and he immediately gets a high knee from Ibushi, who does the same thing <laughs> and gets the sabre driver to Ibushi and now everybody's down to the applause of the crowd and uh, yes, the crowd appreciated that little sequence. Um, in its final minutes, the match was constantly swinging wildly, uh, both teams causing damage before just surviving and turning momentum back in their favour. Uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. went crazy on Tanner's legs uh, with uh, Ibushi down on the outside. There was uh, Taichi holding him up in the, I guess, a full Nelson kind of hold, and Zack Sabre Jr. hitting dragon screw after dragon screw after dragon screw on both legs, just changing over, whipping the other one round, getting back up, and then rotating back. Like, Ibushi down the entire time, the two ran riot and worked together to dismantle Tanahashi. And uh, in the end, hitting a Zack, I can't remember if Ibushi came back up, I might have missed it because, again, powering through notes. Zack, uh, there was a Zack, uh, I can't really speak, Zack driver super kick combo. And after almost half an hour, we have our new IWGP tag team champions. Dangerous Techers walk away with the gold. And now I'm looking at it, maybe that was a precursor of another title change to happen. Not a good day for the baby faces of New Japan. Completely just losing their titles. Unless you're Shingo, because you're a badass. <laughs> Can't use your titles if you're Shingo. Still, that was a... An amazing match. Uh, well, I say amazing. It caught me off guard because I was expecting a fine match, which kind of like a nice little kind of breather in between your never open weight match and your main event match. But no, it actually it established, it built, it flowed really well. It and then the ending sequence where everything came together. I generally enjoyed it. It was great. Uh, again, 
do holler if I'm freezing. Because <laughs> I'm seeing myself freeze a lot. It could just be that, because I'm using my internet to stream, that my uh, live feed is freezing. Uh, anyway, generally, yeah, caught me off guard with how much I enjoyed that one. Yes, it was long, and if you're not a fan of the New Japan Tag style, maybe it's not going to be 100% for you. But for me, I've, I really enjoyed how it built, and then at the end how it all came together. And then you got your Tai Chi and Sabre Juniors kind of working together and growing into the match after you've established, oh, of course the faces are going to win because they've got a tactic. Nah, <laughs> not in New Japan. <laughs> Everybody's great in New Japan. So, yeah. Anyway, so, let's just see, is there anything in the chat that I can properly talk about? Uh, what are they going to do with the never Man six-man title since evil has turned? Either vacate them or have a super awkward situation. Or Sanada and Bushi also turn evil because they didn't come out. Maybe that's the thing being hidden. Like, personally, no, wouldn't do that. And yeah, maybe, because I don't know if in the past they've just been allowed to tag with somebody else. Because it's a six-man never tag. Who really cares? <laughs> yes. That's the title where I think a couple of Wrestle Kingdoms back they had the NJ I can't speak the they had Evil Sonada and Bushi win the six man titles and after they won the six man titles they um I can't believe speak. What did they do? Oh that was it. I was trying to believe remember what happened. It was New Day's Dash, like the night after uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You're thinking, oh god, this is LIJ. They've won the six-man titles. They'll get a nice run with them. They've established themselves. And they immediately dropped the titles. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. It's a, it, just for a second, they got me because it was LIJ. Because they're super popular. Oh, super, that's understatement. They're incredibly popular in Japan. I thought they'd get an awesome run with the titles. And then realised, oh, wait, no. It's another six-man titles. Who cares? <laughs> like the night afterwards, like flipping to Gucci's walking out with them. <laughs> like it's fine. It's another six man. So I don't know. It creates an awkward dynamic that I'm interested to see happen, but I don't really know. So yeah. Uh, I think that six man tag should be sealed. <laughs> or do you mean like locked away in a vault, just gone, just get rid of it? <laughs> I guess. Uh, anyway, I. I think we should move on to the never open weight match. Before I do, I'm going to get a drink of water and also use this to mask the fact that I'm changing the image. Just a second. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> a bit the wrong bloody way. Anyway, here we go. Never open weight championship. This is, yes, I was ready for this. <laughs> like I tweeted out, I've not plugged my Twitter, at the damn implicate. That's damn as in damn. I plugged that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, when this match about to go live, I was just like, in my veins, yes, in my veins, put it in there, <laughs> yes, I love these matches, like, big boys, <laughs> big lads doing big lad wrestling, uh, the exact style that's turned the Never Division into a proving grounds of sorts, like, if you can survive there, you can survive with, like, anybody in New Japan, you've proved yourself, like, if you, if you can survive there, you can take it to that next level, so... Yes, and yes, technically evil is evil three belts. Right, take that, Bailey. <laughs> evil three belts right now. He's got all the gold. Oh, and with that championship win, he's now a triple crown champion, having won the Never Championship uh, in IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight. Uh, that's even if they weren't a double championship right now, he's already won them, and he's won the tag belts as well, Actually, and the six man. He's won everything apart from the junior. That doesn't. That's fine. Yeah, he's won all the heavyweight singles title championships. He's, a f he's not even a triple crown. He's a full five. <laughs> he's got all of them. Even the never six man. So yes, he's currently got six belts. Uh, maybe we'll get a little thing on a like Road 2 show where they address the never six man. Because I feel like it's in the background of importance. Uh, but uh, Anyway, speaking of... That's not speaking of at all. I just want to go back to Show Shingo. <laughs> so, uh, Show and Shingo delivered that big boy match. Uh, we'll say, in terms of the, I guess, current dynamic of the Never Open Weight Championship, I really like how they're incorporating a few, how do I say it? They're incorporating a few juniors into the Never Open Weight division, but they're sticking with that big boy style. It's like, yeah, you are juniors, you can incorporate, now I am dropping frames apparently, just got up with a little warning. Again, hollow if it's too bad. But I was, yeah, so I'm really enjoying how they're bringing juniors in, but they are still wrestling that style. It's like, yes, you can wrestle as a junior in the never overweight division. It is open weight. That's the entire point. But on the flip side of that, you are 
you are still going to have to wrestle that big boy style. You're going to have to take the lariats. You're going to have to deliver the lariats. You're going to have to survive. <laughs> just that. Like, you know, with this match here, with uh, we'll just give a shout-out to Show's theme. I still love that theme. And Shigeru Takagi's just an absolute badass with the dragon uh, attire as well. And just to go and call, oh, I love I love Jingo. As soon as he arrives, like main event, love him. Um, but with this match was immediately with the test of strength, like charging into each other like bulls. Like that is essentially the rhythm for these never matches, constantly charging into each other. But the kind of move elevates well, the kind of move they're delivering elevates from power bombs to near fall suplexes, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I love that style. That's what we're talking about, where juniors are coming in with show, and then we've got El Desperado coming in afterwards. But they're still doing that kind of match. They're charging at each other like bulls and just clashing in the middle. And that I generally really enjoy that style. So seeing that happen with lighter lads, because then the big lads can send them flying as well, so they look even more badasses. And you can use that to build them up to another big lad, big lad match, like Shingo Ishii or something with the Rich Latter Pro Wrestling, <laughs> to give a shout out to him. Uh, like maybe in the aftershocks of Evil's Betrayal, but Shingo was surprisingly not the one controlling the match. Like at times, Sho literally had the champion up against the ropes. I think it was one time where he was like hitting like forearm after forearm or lariat after lariat, and Shingo was just up against the ropes, and then he was the one charging. And like it was like hitting big move after big move, with the dragon being the one having to adapt and fight back and overcome, which is not what we're used to, really. Like, show fighting off the Made in Japan so strongly that Takagi had to convert the spin into a double knees, or the rotation, I guess, into a double knees, uh, but before then being able to have another go at hitting New J- uh, Made in Japan. I, it was, yeah, just that, just that dynamic of show was controlling the match so much that Shingo was the one having to adapt, and we've not really seen him in that position, because he's been so controlling, he's been so in charge, that... That kind of caught me by surprise, just seeing that. Yeah, but anyway, so Sho was fighting that off, and like even the pumping bummer, they nailed the pumping bummer. <laughs> the LJ man absolutely nailed it, but Sho kicked out at one, just the power out, which is the other never spot you see quite often where somebody hits an absolute, like a mega move, and then just like, nope, one, I'm dropping a lot of frames. <laughs> so apparently the quality might go down a bit. So yeah, uh, we can sort it out a bit later. Anyway, so it keeps it keeps kicking out. The kicking out at one was just the, the big amping up type of thing. Like the uh, strike, and then he goes for another one, like a strike, and then Show reverses it into an armbar, completely amped up and ready to go. And that was transitioned into a pile driver. Uh, Shingo only just surviving. And after Show had controlled so much of the match, and then Shingo had kind of come back into it, but Show was powering out, completely energised. And then Show gets back in control. I was, I was like, oh, crap, it's going to happen. Like, Show has just got this one. And Shingo, they might be playing him as distracted by everything that's happening with evil. And with the Rapungi man becoming more and more amped up, he was starting to increasingly f- focus on that lariat de- delivering arm. Just kicking at it, wrenching it back or whatever. Uh, Shingo was able to power out of one of the submissions into a Death Valley driver that did nothing to slow Show down. He just stood straight back up. <laughs> screaming again. Uh, the Chaos Man was so incredibly powered up. Uh, after he popped up straight back onto his feet, he was met with a stiff strike. <laughs> Just The Dragon was finally then able to lift Show up and power him down hard with the Made in Japan. Shingo retains, but only just. He more survived that match than dominated it, as you're kind of used to. Uh, Show had his number, which we already saw in the New Japan Cup. Like, Shingo wasn't at his best and had to show real fight to stay champion there. So, yeah, again, awesome never match. Shingo and Sho are building an incredible kind of just back catalogue of matches. There's three now. There's a, uh, it's a tr- trilogy of amazing matches that I'm, a sh- I'm sure is going to build. We're going to get more of these. This is just over the course of one year we've got these three matches. So, yes, again, look out for that. And, of course, with the New Japan pacing where, yes, they're facing each other, but it's... Three matches over one year that you pace it out. You make me want to see. You make me want to see the next one. As I said, after the match, El Desperado attacked Shingo on the ramp, and there's your reward for stepping up against Ishii with that banger of a match on the first night of the New Japan Cup. Just in case you didn't weren't aware of that, 
El Desperado had a fantastic match against Ishii, and I feel like, yeah, just elevate another junior into that kind of position. And he's, he's a veteran guy for Ishii to just destroy. So I am fine with that. Anyway, uh, Evil cleaned up this weekend. Yes, he bloody did. <laughs> just get through those uh, other chats. And my God, my throat is dry. I've gone on for 40 minutes. Um, it's the tag matches up next. So I'll change the picture again. Uh, I'll just turn it off so it's flipping... What's his face? There we go. Evil. Everything is... It's great audio content as well because this gets uploaded as a podcast on... What's the magic? On Red Circle for the Laws of Pain thing on there. It links in the description if you want to go over. And if you want to, you can donate to... You can donate to Laws of Pain Radio on Red Circle. I just want to keep us going with whatever. I don't I don't really know what the highest thing is. Even a quid. Or whatever your equivalent is. <laughs> if you don't want to, that's fine. It's just engagement. I'm just happy to be doing this. Anyway, so I'm going to quickly go through the tag team matches uh, in order this time. So yeah, I've gone backwards and now I'm going down in order. Just want to confuse you all. Uh, so kicking off, uh, Satoshi Kojima, Yuji Nagata and Vaisuke Taguchi defeated Togi Makabe, Tomoki Hummer and Gabriel Kidd. Uh, Gabriel Kidd is from the same town as me. So I've got to cheer him along the way. Like it's law. <laughs> I've got to be with him. And again, it's still awesome seeing him in New Japan, and like this is now the first time watching him in like a big arena in a Sakajo Hall, and yeah, just awesome seeing how far he's going, and like he looks great as well. It's just a, I'm not saying that because he's from the same town as me. <laughs> he's not from the same city, but yeah, like genuinely, it's great to see how well he's doing in New Japan, and yeah, may it prosper. <laughs> so shout out to Gabriel Kid. Uh, second match of the night. Uh, Sanada Hiromu Takahashi and, and Bushi uh, defeated Tomohiro Ishii, Toro Yano and Yota Suji and uh, yeah the LIJ lads just got a little bit of a sprinkle of them seeing Hiromu on the stage just clearly just thinking about things kind of lost in his thoughts and then then we got the, the match itself and Sanada kind of did his normal things but they all kind of looked eh, like not quite in it but of course Yota Suji's there so Hiromu ends up getting the win. Like they're both motivated and distracted at the same time, but because they're LIJ, they've got that synergy, so it kind of works. And Yano Ishii, Yano does his cheeky stuff, Ishii does his badass stuff, and Yuta Suji's there to take the pin. <laughs> poor young lion. Oh, they never win, those poor young lions. Uh, El Desperado, Kanemaru, and Doki of Suzuki-gun defeated Tanzan, Master Wato, and Yuya Yamura. Uh, Yamura, bloody hell. <laughs> I swear he's more and more jacked every time I see him. Getting in absolutely incredible shape. <laughs> and uh, El Desperado, Kamaru and Doki, I'm assuming they got the win because that then leads on to what happened later. So with them winning the tag team bouts and with El Desperado challenging Shingo, like they're getting their moment next. They are. This often happens in New Japan where after like a big tournament or a big show, in the in-between bits, Suzuki Gun will get their run. They'll get the momentum. They might win championships. Taichi's bloody done it before. <laughs> and like by the time you back up Wrestle Kingdom, they're either like further down or don't have their championships. But yes, they get their reigns. They steal the middle of the year. But Masawato as well, if I want to just talk about the blue man in a, for a second, he... I know it's uh, massively steeped in a lot of like Japanese lore, in a way, so there's a lot that I won't understand. Uh, obviously, the reaction from everybody on the Western side was, he's very blue. <laughs> so lots of blue from Master Wato. And the fact that he got jobbed out to Doki, uh, the phrase we used over here was, geeked out by a geek. <laughs> like, jobbed out by a jobber. And like the lowest card guy has destroyed you. Where, where's your credibility now? You're going to have to build up from the bottom. And like he looked really impressive against Doki, and I totally get that Doki vessels that kind of semi-Japanese luchador style, which is absolutely perfect for uh, for Wato or for Kawato, who is kind of shifting from Mexico back into the Japanese world. And Doki's like the perfect transition kind of opponent. It's just a shame that he's so far down <laughs> the card that getting beaten up by him just destroys his credibility. Uh, but when he vessels. Yes, it, like as soon as uh, Watto was having his match and hitting all the moves, hitting all the dives, the, the spinal tap spin, or what I think he called it something else, and uh, either PRP or RPP, or PRP, it was, it was I think it was RPP, I think it's what he called it, but it's, when he hit all his moves, it was just that reminder of why we all fell in love with him as a young lion, 
like when he went to Mexico, it was just when he returns, he's going to be a big deal just because of how fantastic he is in the ring. And he showed that against Doki, which was, again, great to see. And just that reminder. And again, here, like you just got that reminder. He is a very good wrestler, even if the gimmick might take a little bit to click. Because, <laughs> so, like, again, on Twitter, there's a lot of the comparisons to Kazuchika Okada, who had a pretty naff debut, and then a kind of laughable end of the night with him put, being put in a mega position. And then a month later, he's this incredible, this, the crowd going, oh my God, he's amazing. I don't know if we'll get that with Watto. It feels like with Doki breaking him down and his credibility kind of gone and him having to build up from scratch, I feel like it's going to take a lot, a while. They're going to take the longer road with Watto. And maybe with the COVID kind of stopping travel, there's a chance that Watto is going to just take that little bit longer to... And he might get more chances than he would have normally. And they can take that longer road. So yeah, it might take a bit longer to get to that point, but he's got a lot more kind of chances because of COVID shrinking the roster. So the kind of homegrown Japanese talent are getting a lot more of the spotlight than they would normally. So yeah, so Master Watto, he's very blue. The gimmick is a little bit, can take a while to gel maybe, but he as a wrestler is fantastic. And he will get over just because of how amazing a wrestler he is. Yeah, and he's still young and developing, which is yeah, great to see. I am flipping starving, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> and finally, the final tag before we went into the three main event matches. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi and Taiji Ishimori defeated Kazuchika Okada and Hiroki Goto with Okada pissed, distracted, um, again, easily taken down with the Bullet Club antics. Yeah, he, and then Goto's the one who's, well, if Okada's off it, then I'm going to have to fight them. But of course, you can't fight off Bullet Club by yourself, and that's just kind of how it ended up. Uh, yeah, it was weird seeing Okada in that role, but for me, it kind of made sense of what happened the night previously, where he's both shook and angry. It's like a Gado again. Uh, like somebody joked on Twitter that with Gado, with, with Gado not having Jay White to focus on, to, with building not having Kenta to focus on on building, and him not having like anyone to focus on destroying either like he's gone straight <laughs> gone straight for Okada again <laughs> like he can't he can't focus on the other thing so it goes back to his natural state which is oh Okada <laughs> just that and uh, yeah so this match was just the antics and down goes Okada uh, so I don't know if Gado will take it personally I don't know if Okada will see it as another personal attack by Gado or like maybe Gado jumps at the opportunity but it feels like with the whole like bringing in of evil, it was more like focusing on that really of bringing in evil, and I'm excited really for how the dynamic shifts with that. And yeah, so this was a very heel-heavy show, getting a lot of them over. Shingo really the only kind of big win for the good guys. Again, Sanada, Himu, and Bushi got their moment, and the others kind of went with it. Um, I'm interested to see how. My audio is going to be at the end, given how much I've been stopping, and the warnings are all over my screen. <laughs> Trying to concentrate, pop up after pop up. Uh, still, it was a very heel heavy show, a very entertaining show that I generally enjoyed. There's just this buzz around the place. Like in on Western Twitter, Western Wrestling Twitter, at the date after a New Japan show, you get a lot of pushback from people who don't watch the event. And it's kind of like, oh, here come the nerds going on about New Japan again. But after every show, because like we just enjoy it so much, there's just this buzz around the place. And like whenever I've like, had anybody on to talk about this with me, you can't wait <laughs> to talk about New Japan. Just because you get so excited for it, it amps you up. You just have this buzz, this energy. <laughs> and this show is no different. And we're moving on with evil and every, everything that happened in the end there. From Dick Togo to Evil as your new champion, to Hiromu having a breakdown and uh, LIJ just being in total disarray right now. Uh, afterwards, Evil as well saying that Naito is done and he'll happily destroy uh, Hiromu, uh, no problem. Like, he's very confident, <laughs> which he should be. Uh, the dynamic in New Japan has completely shifted. And of course, it's a really clever way to inject energy when... They can't have so many of the wrestlers. As I said, there's no Jay White. They've lost Jay White. They've lost their another long-term project, project in Will Ospreay. I say lost. It's temporarily unavailable. And we don't know how long this temporary situation will last. So they've been gone quite a while. Yeah, it's... And, but they're building it well. They've built interest for me. And uh, like one thing I didn't really mention, because the way it was like seeing the crowd, it's 
oh, it's, it's amazing to see a crowd again. Like, it, you probably got it yesterday with the New Japan Cup final, but it continued here with Dominion. Like, genuinely, it's awesome to see. So, yeah. Anyway, that is going to do it. 50 minutes are banged on for. I'm not going to go on much longer than that. <laughs> so, thank you for everybody who's like sent in messages and things and whatnot. Thank you for everybody who's tuned into this and just watching New Japan. Just I like, like to encourage people to keep <laughs> to keep going. The G1 Climax is right around the corner. And we've got that to look forward to as well. A lot, yes, I will be live after the final. Uh, also, if you uh, go to lawsofpain.net, myself, uh, follow fellow economist Sir Sam, and Jeremy Donovan of the Keeping It Strong Style podcast, we've been doing review columns of the entire New Japan Cup. And our final one was a preview for the final and us picking our favourite matches and wrestlers from the entire tournament. So that is already up on lawsofpain.net, as is with the other ones. And uh, every year as well, myself and Sir Sam uh, will, if, if you want Jeremy Donovan back, give us a holler. But myself and Sir Sam, we've been covering the uh, G1 Climax tournament like each year. Uh, well, I say each year. We did it last year. The year prior, I went mental and I posted a, like a write-up thing for every single show within hours of it finishing. And then last year, I was like, myself, Sam was just like, can't we just do like one each week as a roundupy thing? <laughs> it's like that is so much better. And I'll have my summer back. I'll be able to go outside. <laughs> It'll be nice. Um, anyway, so I'll be back for the G1 climax in both written form every week, and then I'll be in audio form for the final. When I think is that did that get brought forward to August or is it still in September? Because can't remember with the Olympics. So hopefully I've not been too choppy. I'll be finding out when I'm converting the audio version of this. So we'll wait and see. Uh, anyway, maybe it's because it's a Sunday during the day and streaming. My internet's not amazing, and the people maybe maybe I've not got enough internet speed to stream in HD during the middle of the day. Maybe that's a lesson. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching, for listening, for whatever. I will be back. When will I be back? I'll be back Tuesday. <laughs> so I've got the Raw review. Back to America. I'll be live Tuesday night. Um, it's midnight over here in the UK. And that'll be like middle of the morning for the Australian Japanese time. And then in America, that is like 7pm. So I'll be live at midnight with the Raw review. And then be back on Thursday as well with the NXT review. Uh, we've also got a Dynamite After Dark show for AEW Dynamite, which also goes live immediately after the show. They're American. They can do that. I'm not bloody going live immediately after Raw. Uh, shout out to Gary Cassidy, um, who I, whenever I see him going live around Raw time, I'm just like, and tweeting during the show. <laughs> just like, oh, you are a stronger man than me <laughs> being able to do that. Anyway, enough shout outs or whatever. Yes. Also, next week we'll have an Extreme Rules uh preview as well so that'll be going up hopefully friday or saturday depending on my freedom to get it edited and up uh, anyway thank you for watching thank you for listening uh, uh, follow wrestling headlines at lords of pain i think it's the handle uh, follow me on twitter at the damn implicat uh, subscribe to us on the youtube thing of so, uh, can you subscribe on red circle can't remember yeah follow the podcast it's on itunes as well if you want to five star us there's all of that stuff to blog through the like, comment, whatever. <laughs> I'm, st I'm still new to the YouTube game. I've only been doing the live video thing for like a couple weeks. So, still getting used to it. Anyway, thank you for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. Hit me up if you've got any more comments or anything to say. Uh, with that, I say thank you for watching. I bid you adieu. Adios.